going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. And we are awesome. I'm Justin, here with Meals. We're in the dead center of October, spooky month. And we're on the A Show talking wrestling. So what's going on, Meals? Nothing much, man. To be honest with you, it's my first day back at work. Not happy about it, but hey, got to get back to work. Um, but other than that, I think I'm pretty cool. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be doing the show. I've, I guess, craved to talk wrestling for the past week. Just not something that normally. But I, you know what? I'm just happy to be here. How about that? That's the short term, short answer to a long, long answer. I'm just happy to be here. So am I. I'm pretty happy to be here too. Pretty good, good day so far. Pretty good week so far as well. I watched the uh, wrestling over the weekend. I'll talk about that a little later. I don't watch wrestling unless I have to do it for this show anymore. <laughs> well, I watch wrestling uh, over the weekend. Some extracurricular wrestling mm. over mm. the weekend. Extra. That. I was being extra, you know. So we did that. We'll talk about it next. Um, I'm, I'm reading through this this thread. On the, on this this tweet moment, rather, of people asking who's the meanest celebrity that you've ever, the meanest celebrity experience you've ever had. Hmm. Okay. So I also. Wild, it's some pretty wild shit on here, too. Most of it's Spike Lee, for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> Which does not hold up well for me as a, also a Knicks fan. But also, I don't think I would approach Spike Lee if I saw him in person, to be honest with you. Like, I would be like, oh, that's Spike Lee, and then probably keep it at that. But, like, going up to Spike Lee and trying to start a conversation somehow, I don't even see why people would even do that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I just look at him, and he just looks like an unpleasant guy. (laughs) I mean, yeah. He he looks like, yeah. So, I, I just, he's very few. I've had... All right, so in the celebrity encounters that I have had, very few. Um, I met John Cena. He was pretty cool. nice. He's a nice I'm, guy. I'm, I'm, I met him too in passing. I met in passing. I met in the middle of the street, Amon Shumpert, um, who was on the phone. So I didn't really want to do too much, but he did acknowledge me while he was on the phone. So I thought that was really, really nice. What'd you say, Amon? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, yo, and then he was just like, yo, and then he just kept it pushing. Because that's what you do in New York City. <laughs> like, you just keep it pushing. Um, gosh, who else have I seen? Shit. Jermaine Dupree was pretty, he was pretty tight. That, no, that's random as hell. So I was at, back when I was uh, a budding journalist, um, uh, I got invited to this Vibe, Vibe magazine concert. Um, it's actually a pretty interesting story. So this is like, it, it, it taught me a bunch of things. So I got to this Vibe Magazine concert. Lots of people were there. Elliot Wilson was there. Um, I think it was ASAP Mob on the bill, Pusha T on the bill, um, somebody else on the bill. Mad 2012-ass shit. Um, so I went there, and initially one of my people who were supposed to put us on the list um I guess whatever message didn't get through, so I wasn't on the list, but I brought my boy because me and my homeboy, he wasn't really a photographer, but he takes pictures, if you know what I mean. Um, (laughs) But he's someone who, you know, he's got the gift of a gab a lot better than I do. But he was pretty much like, yo, we look like we're supposed to be here. Just let us in. So they gave us these like 
not even like the full access passes. Just like, oh, you got the passes to the pit, and that's pretty much it. But boom, we go in, um, and then we see where all the green room people are going. So my homeboy is like, yo, fuck that shit. We're going in there. So we end up going to the green We had no access to the green room, but we end up in the green room anyway. Um, this was when I was working on my block site. I got a drop from Pusha T, who was kind of a smart ass, but I kind of expected that. Um, I would have slapped his braids off. No, <laughs> we were. He was essentially like, um, "Yo, we were like, yo, can you take a picture for us?" And he was like, "I don't know, can you?" And I was just like, "Okay, well, yeah." I mean, <laughs> all right, he, he cooked like, your ass. Yeah, but like, it was not something I was like, "Oh, I expect this from him." Just kind of based on just most shit I've seen with him. There were other people in that room that I forgot. That was the first time I met Erica Ramirez, even though she probably doesn't even remember me from then, but she probably remembers me from now. Um, I met Jermaine Dupree, who was cool as hell. He gave me the whole, he was in his regular voice, and then he did a drop for me for my website, and he put on his Jermaine Dupree voice. <laughs> Yo, so, so deaf. <laughs> like, Don Chi Chi. So I thought that was pretty cool. And yeah, well, well, you have way more exciting celebrity encounters. Well, listen, I mean, not not more exciting, not more exciting than meeting the Don Chi Chi. I mean, come on. I've sold, <laughs> I, I've traded in Pusha T's games at GameStop before. He was, he was pretty, <laughs> he's pretty nice then. Uh, Who have I met? I mean, J. Cole was pretty rude to me once. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Like yeah. keep it pushing type shit or energy or well no, I, I went in the studio with Wally one time. And, oh uh, he was like dapping everybody up and he's like, Who's this? Like looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Who the fuck is this? Not who the fuck is this, who's this? He's like, Oh, that's my that's my brother, that's my that's my homeboy, man. He's he's really he's a really good guy. He's like, Oh, he like looks me up and down, just making sure some shit. You know, he was just like I you know like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he thought I was like a he thought I was like a, a hanger on. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. First of all, that's not how you introduce yourself to anybody, even if you were a hanger on, for instance, right? One, you're a person who's in the room. I don't know, whatever. Celebrities. Yeah. Like, come on, man. That was not nice. That was not nice. Um deserve the shit on his album every time you <laughs> <laughs> hey man, listen. You know, fuck him. Fuck that nigga. Like you said, fuck that nigga. <laughs> I, but I think that's the rudest. I mean, Hulk Hogan made a drop about me. That was pretty rude. It's also rude. That was pretty rude. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. But I mean, um, I'm a pretty nice guy. I mean, you know, I I don't like to, you know, really kind of play my overplay my hand when celebrities are in the room. I treat them like normal people, you know, because they are normal people. And I yeah. think that I think that you fail once you you kind of like forget that, and then you get upset when like for certain people like you know when they when they play you like that, which is it's still wrong that they do that, but like you know some people obviously take their power a little bit more seriously than others. Um, right. Yo, I would never dap up J Cole ever again after that. Just <laughs> just now thinking about it in my brain, I'm like, yo, the disrespect that I feel. Well, I I feel like Wale was I feel like Wale was trolling him enough that day alone so i didn't i didn't need to do anything listen well stream poke it out maybe i'll say that <laughs> that's that i mean that's what came out of it you know <laughs> <laughs> that's what came out of it 
<laughs> it was that. <laughs> um, I can't think of anyone else really. I, I mean, I, I, I have really good, like, when I met Thug, that was an amazing day, amazing night. That was, that was really dope. He knew who I was. That was really cool. Um, I met Umaga one time. That was cool. I gotta put that. I'm gonna put the picture up on the on the Patreon, but I'm gonna well, blur out the faces of people that went with me. In terms of wrestlers, I I met I met Apollo Cruz when I went to that Evolve show. I met Apollo Cruz back in the day. It still looks exactly the same. Man has not aged a day in his life. Um, so I met him. I was meeting with my you know, she works on the card Sue Young back in the day. Um, so. I was supporting her at her show, went to the show, also covered the show for Wrestle Rap at the time. Um, stuck around after the show. Uh, the the wrestlers were selling their T-shirts. It's always like, I was I don't know how I ended up the only person there and like staring at a bunch of wrestlers trying to sell their own merch and me having to decide which one I'm going to buy. Um, because it, it kind of felt like a Bachelor type shit. Like, who am I going to give my rose to? Yeah. Um, Do you watch The Bachelor? No, I don't. Uh, I ended up choosing Zack Sabre Jr. because he impressed me the most out of anyone that night. And I still have that Zack Sabre Jr. shirt. I actually wore it. It's on the the watch-along, the A-Show watch-along. That's the shirt. And that's from, like, mad years ago. And it still feels great to this day. Like, So shout-out to Zack Sabre Jr. for having fire shirts. I met Apollo Crews, who was Yoha Nation at the time. I met Moose. Um, Who else? I think Ricochet was was definitely there. Um, but I don't know if I've who, met him. Who, who would have known that you guys would have be as close as you guys are today? Then, just cool, recognized, cool. You know. Ah, I get that. Nigga, nigga. He's a very nice guy. Like he's a, he's someone like I. I get why celebrities don't um, respond to everybody, but I feel like I'm sure he doesn't because he gets so much hate online for you know. Because people are just nasty online, so he just has his guard up in general. But once he takes that guard down, he's a he's pretty fucking nice. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, let's talk about the orgy shit (laughs) before we go. That was the worst part. So, if you ever reach the, we're gonna I'm gonna make this incredibly short. If you ever reach the Yvonne orgy part of this uh of this thread, read it. And let us know what you would do in that sort of situation because that was fucked up. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, she's fucked up for that. And I mean, she's not all that to be treating people like that. Sorry, it's just, this is what it is. Insecure final season next week. <laughs> Let's get into no holds barred for the week. A lot of news, a lot of AW news. You ready? Absolutely. Um, yeah, go off. <clears throat> so, first off, the Friday Night War. So, okay, but let, let's let's put some disclaimers on the Friday Night War this week, okay? Let's just pretend that WWE has both of their arms tied behind their back because they're on FS1 this week. Sure, yeah. Uh... And AEW will be running practically a dynamite equivalent show <laughs> for Rampage. And um, they will also be running a... Okay, so they have their hands behind their back, but they also have a knife in their teeth because the last 30 minutes are going to be... <laughs> commercial free. <laughs> commercial free. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, AW has no weapons, just a fist, but they like two inches shorter. <laughs> you know what WWE's put on in the last half hour, right? Oh, Becky versus Sasha. No, they're <laughs> not. Putting on Brock, baby. 30 minutes oh. free Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like, yo, Brock, can you stay till about 10, 30, 11? <laughs> Long as you're paying. I'd yeah, I'd imagine, listen, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar are supposed to have this face off. It's like the go-home show before Crown Jewel. I'm imagining they put that on in that slot. Um, or at least at, at some part during that slot. But, listen, Friday Night War. <clears throat> Friday this Night is this is the most asinine shit that I've seen Tony Khan ever feel threatened by. To be <laughs> real. One, it's a, it's a, it's, I wouldn't say SmackDown is preempted, but it's obviously being preempted in major markets and now it's airing on FS1. It's airing until 1030, which SmackDown on FS1 has usually done, especially with Talking Smack. They haven't really gone past the thing, but now they're like, oh, it's going to be a big bonus SmackDown type shit. So they're doing it on FS1. Tony Khan has now decided just recently they're going to do a pre-show for Rampage at 9 o'clock. <laughs> I have some clarification on that. I have some clarification on that. Okay, go ahead. So it's going to air, as, as Mills just said, 9 p.m. Eastern on the YouTube channel. <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> and who is featured in this main event of this YouTube show? It's going to be Bobby Fish versus Elite Moriarty. I thought I thought it was not Bobby Fish versus Daniel Bryan. No, there's going to be an opponent announced versus Brian Danielson, but the Fish and Danielson match will be on Saturday on Dynamite. Okay, this is dumb. It's it's ridiculous because here's the thing: he can't muscle TNT or TBS to get that extra hour. He can't. Yeah. And it's to, stupid. <laughs> you are effectively giving away a free Brian Danielson match on YouTube against someone who will probably be a huge opponent. You know what I'm going to guess is going to be? Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just guessing. I'm going to throw it out there right now. That's the biggest thing they could throw out right now. Adam Cole. Just, just based off of the storylines right now, Adam Cole are one of the Bucks brothers. So they'll throw that out. It'll get whatever on youtube i highly doubt the same audience will be looking at both meals that's my whole thing about it here's the here's the thing though here's the thing though this is like the equivalent of they announced rampage on tb tnt tnt they announced rampage on tnt at 10 o'clock and vince mcmahon saying we gotta power up 205 live you know what i'm saying like we gotta make sure 205 live is equipped to run across this Rampage is their worst show. I mean, worst performing show. It has been, you know, steadily dropping in the ratings for the past two months. And we're going to so talk about that. It's their worst performing show. You decide you want to put all in on your worst performing show going against WWE's best performing show. <laughs> to prove what point? <laughs> and also, Tony's saying... I see that you. I see that you're going to be running head to head with us next week. I can't wait to beat you for the first time ever. Uh. 
I mean, I think I think a large part of this is also just to stir up internet conversation and 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 and, and um, I guess allegiances. So I think, like we've said before on this, sometimes wrestlers be, you know, playing y'all. Yeah. Not me, because I see it. But sometimes wrestlers do be be doing shit to garner up the conversation. They be doing stuff because they know y'all gonna react. And I think this might this could be potentially one of those things because I can't think in business wise it just doesn't make sense. Why are you putting on your things on Rampage? You have Dynamite the day after. Yeah. What are we doing? Daniel Bryan on YouTube? Right. The YouTube nigga now? And the and the people who actually perform on YouTube every week not even getting no YouTube buzz. <laughs> the yeah, Diamantes, I... the Big Swoles, all the other people on YouTube every week busting their ass for for on Monday before Raw for views, not even ratings, views. Yeah, it's it's tough because it's tough for them because it's like this is obviously like the Eric Bischoff I want to fight Vince McMahon on TV type thing in 2021. <laughs> Right? Yes, obviously, yes. It's what it is. <laughs> I think Tony kind of a kind of a punk for not at Vince in WWE. Like I think it's pretty pretty weak. Um Say he wanna fight Triple H <laughs> on the <laughs> <laughs> tell Tony Khan if you want to fight Triple H on TV, you can come and bring the smoke. I just think that it's it's like the, the call is coming from inside the house in a lot of ways with Tony Khan when it comes to just who is who is really like being detrimental to this thing. It's like you got really good buzz. You got really good momentum. Just leave it at that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, your show is doing great numbers. You have to pull out all the stops to do these numbers, but your, your show's doing great now. Because my thing is this, Mills. What happens if Daniel Bryan and Kenny Omega get injured for six mm-hmm. months? Mm-hmm. What happens if uh, the Bucks get injured or something like that? What happens if Jericho leaves? What happens if, like, it's going to be tough because they built no one else up. And they've set this precedent for having these major shows on a very consistent basis um, and promoting them to the point where now they're expected to maintain this certain level from time to time. And the second there's a dip, you better believe not only the fans will notice, but people like you who don't give <laughs> are going to notice and be like, oh, well, <laughs> y'all should have told y'all. I told y'all. I told y'all. Um, I have nothing, you know, I watch AEW on a weekly basis, but to me, this is just dumb. This is taking your worst performing. Let's, talk, not... about the, let's talk about the Rampage rating real quick. Sure. Okay. So I got this, the seven, the, the, the seven weeks of, of the, of, of the show being on. Seven so, weeks slot. Uh, August 20th, 1.1 million. August 27th, 740,000. September 3rd, 696,000. September 10th, 670,000. September 17th, 642,000. Uh, September 24th, 639,000. September 1st, 622,000. Uh, last week, uh, October 8th, uh, 501,000, down 20%. It's not a priority. It is also on a Friday at 10 o'clock. <laughs> and who's who's to say that people are going to stick around for uh, listen listen here's my, here's my thing here's my thing 
Here's but they thing. made the show hoping that people would stick around from SmackDown to watch the show. Like a part, a portion of our audience would say, like, all right, now it's fucking rampage time. Which happens. But yeah, I don't know. Tough. I feel like I feel like we could find I don't know if there's a correlation between Smack I mean, there isn't a correlation between SmackDown ratings and Rampage ratings, because SmackDown shit's been doing well. Um I mean, I mean, if SmackDown does, if SmackDown does, what did it do? A respectable eight hundred thousand last time, or a million one time, like yeah, a million, yeah. What is that going to prove? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, you know, it's on FS1. Not everyone carries FS1. It's almost like it's almost like um, it's almost like last night's Raw attendance, and people mm-hmm. saying, "Whoa, that was." That was low. I think it's time for time for them to figure this out on the same night of Dodgers Giants in the same city. What are we doing? I knew this was going to happen. Mills, I knew this was going to happen when things started turning around. Sure. In a way for WWE. I knew it was going to happen. I knew it. And, and just to be clear, Vince McMahon could just decide. Oh, I'm putting mad other niggas on this show <laughs> as well. Yeah. Similar to the Usos on Monday Night Raw. They could just be like, oh, why don't we just have the entire New Day fighting a six-man tag team match this, against Roman and the Usos <laughs> on SmackDown? This motherfucker could, could say, Finn, go out there, uh, have one more match against Roman because uh, it's your last week on SmackDown. Like, it's it's different, baby. It's just different. It's just different. And, this people, move, and, and people need to understand that. It's just different. It's just different. You know, it's not good or bad. It's just different. It's just a different level. But nonetheless, I think this is a... It's like, it's not a smart move. I'm not doubling down on my weakest show just because y'all feel like there's some sort of hint or competition because a show is airing during your time slot that you normally air, even though it doesn't for... Out of the 52 weeks of the year, it maybe airs on FS1 like three weeks out of the year. <laughs> and you just got here. I don't know. Like Meltzer's saying, it's getting destroyed by by baseball. I'm like, it's getting destroyed by a whole other, a whole lot of other shit, too. Love After Lockup is getting destroyed by. We're fucking performing. The NBA is about to come through and smash your whole shit up. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. God bless them. <laughs> That's all I got to say. God bless. Going down the line. Hawk suffered a concussion last week. AEW Dynamite. On Dynamite? or Was it on Dynamite or did he? I read something that he suffered a concussion earlier in the year. Um, But if it was on Dynamite, I could 100% see that considering the bump that he took. I don't know if he saw that bump. Yeah, I saw it. We. Yeah, I saw it. Why you do that? Oh yeah, it, w- it was a concussion over the summertime. Okay, all right. But he did look like he was like out. Well, yeah, because that looked dangerous. Like he took the pretty much an emerald fusion off the top of the ladder through a table, and a slippery, landed a, a slippery one. Yeah, 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 it just looked bad. It just looked bad. I don't recommend spots like that, and I don't see who would clear. I don't stuff that can. Off a high distance that damages your head and or neck just seems like a bad idea in the long run. In my opinion. What you think uh what you think about Pac right now? 
Um, I don't think much about him, and, and it's no slight to him. Just that, you know, AEW's got more new toys. He was the first toy. Pac yeah, was the first. Yeah, I say he second. Was Jericho was Jericho was the first. I say he's second. Jer- but Jericho still get time and do numbers and stuff. Jericho could be in the main event scene, but he just don't want to be. He he no 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 don't want can't. <laughs> well, can't as well. But I feel like if they really wanted to put him back in there, they would slot him in and he would be fine and he would just work up to it. The same isn't for Pac. The same isn't for a couple other guys that was in that match. <laughs> um, but, you know, I don't, I, I pray the best for him. You know what I'm saying? I pray for the best. Yeah. I pray for better days. Word to that Tupac song. He, better uh, day. he wasting, he, he wasting his, his life. I say that much. He wasting his life. Um, GCW. I saw something this weekend. And okay. no, Quan, you weren't the only one to say it. Because <laughs> I was like, yo, I love Quan. Um, no, he wasn't the only, he was, he wasn't the only one to, to say it. Semper Vive, uh from, from Observer News actually had tweeted it hours before Quan did. GCW, Game, <laughs> Game Changer Wrestling, he says, is, is, is the, third, but the third promotion in the United States. Mm. Now, that's funny that he said that because I actually did watch Thanks to our patrons who, uh, you know, give us help us get access to Fight TV. I did watch the Fight Club card over the weekend. Mm. Talk that about fe- it. That featured Moxley and Nick Gage in the main event. I didn't think it was a great show. I thought there was flashes of greatness, but when you think about third, if if you was to go outside and go go say, "Hey, man, you heard of GCW?" <laughs> Why would I go outside and say that? <laughs> Who but, would but, I be Mil- but Mills, <laughs> but Mills, Mills, Mills. Nineteen ninety eight. All right. You go outside. You say, "Damn, you catch WWF last Monday? Did you catch Nitro?" Matter of fact, did your TV get ECW on Saturday nights? Someone's gonna have an answer for all three of those. Right. So today, if you say, "Yo, you peep that new WWE shit?" They might say, "Yeah, no." You peep AEW? I would. I would be seventy thirty that they would know what that is right now. Yeah, I, I would think they didn't know what it is. Regular niggas know what AEW is. Regular niggas don't know what AEW is. Nah, nah, nah. I've, they'd be like, yeah, I've, I've seen, like, yo, you've seen that new AEW. Like, I heard about this AEW thing. What's going on with that? Like, I've definitely been... My boy who does not watch wrestling let me know. It was like, yo, what's this AEW thing about? And I was and like, not, damn. He, not he, wouldn't, he, he didn't tap in, though. No, he didn't tap in. But he yeah. just... Recognized Chris Jericho and a couple other guys, and it was just like he kept the push. Oh, cool! Yeah, he's like, oh, cool. But then tap in. So, but but that's the thing. To be third, you got to be on that level. And right. I think that people are so in a bubble with this shit sometimes that they don't understand what that means. And it's more than just TV, yes, but TV is a big part of it. The product I saw was not TV ready. <laughs> mm. It won't even like ECW really ready because I don't know what what provider would carry that show or advertise it. Mm. Also, also Moxley's wallet. Oh, is he? He's wallet. 
for one that for one that match wasn't super like very good, but it was also like, why are you even doing this? And you know, you make like way more money than this. He's he, like, there was no masks in that crowd. That's another thing about GCW is that like, I don't know what the vaccination rules are, but vax or not, you need to be wearing a mask. Period. Give it a couple of years with Tony Khan. Once someone gets majorly injured outside of the wrestling show, he's gonna that shit's gonna cut off. Or someone he's gets gonna, COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna get he's them exclusive contracts gonna roll in. Impact did it too. Remember when niggas could perform on weekends <laughs> on the Impact, and then Dixie was like, "Nah, cut that shit off. We'll pay you more, but you gotta cut that shit off. Fuck that." Like, I mean, it, it's crazy to see him walk out in a crowd of people wearing no masks, and they're all up in his face, and he got to go home with his well, wife see- after that. CM Punk be diving into the crowd every damn Wednesday. I'm like, ugh, nigga. <laughs> it's, it's, well, they're vaccinated crowds, right? Wherever they go. I would hope so. Most of the time. Except for like Miami. I don't think he'll do it in Miami. Um, I, I just don't see, I don't see third promotion. I don't even think you watch GCW like that. No, I don't watch, I've never watched GCW in my life. Should I? I mean, if you, me and me and Cyrus did the Nick Gage Invitational for spot callers on our Patreon, check it out on our Patreon. In fact, you need to just tap into our Patreon. Period. We got the A list on the Patreon that's, that's mm-hmm. running right now. Listen, uh, we gonna talk, talk about that at the end of this thing. I, I could yeah. do a little, little three second spiel on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like let's just be clear, bro. Like this is the third promotion. It takes a lot to be a third promotion. What what do I think the third promotion is right now? New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's still a third promotion. It just is what it is. There's a company that is still very popular. It's it's probably like to a, to a lot of people. It's not the only thing running in Japan and in in Asia, but it is the biggest thing running out there. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Potential third promotion. What about a? Uh, wow. Absolutely not. <laughs> Shout out to the women's of wrestling. <laughs> the world of women of world? World of... What does Bob stand for? Women of wrestling. There we go. See, I knew it. I had it right the first time. Um, They just got the deal. Yeah. How do you... CBS. I mean, how do you... I, I, here's how I feel about this. Because I looked, I see Genie Bus involved, I see other investors involved, and I'm like, what's your angle? I'm interested in that. I'm interested in that. Of like, why? Why is Genie Bus, you know, one of the owners of the Lakers, uh, involved in this promotion? Not to say that it's a bad thing, but I want to understand like where where are we coming out the other side where this is a positive? And not to say that. <laughs> wow, I'm sound like I'm putting it in mad shade, but um. I'm interested in her thought process and her decision on why she did it. That's what I'm super interested in. Because coming up with a wrestling promotion in 2021 and having it be an all-women's wrestling promotion. Well, well the, 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 the bus connection was earlier than that. It was in 2017 when uh, MGM Television, uh, Mark Burnett and, and all of them, they formed a partnership with them to create, to, to bring it back, essentially. So... This has been a situation for a minute, and um, it had 
uh, been around for the what 2017, 2018. Then it hit, then it, it had stopped in around 2019, and they're just bringing it back. So Bus has been a part of it for damn near five years at this point. So she was a big part of just bringing women women's wrestling shows back in, in, the, in, okay. in the sense of wow. So she's been around. She's just back with this new deal. I would imagine that she's been shopping deals around for this for three years now, and pandemic probably slowed uh, it up. Yeah, I'd probably imagine because they're gonna end up what on Paramount Plus. Yes. Listen, the challenge, women of wrestling, that's all I need. You know what I'm saying? Well, all right. Well, maybe not all I need because there is one name attached to this thing that everyone is making a big ruckus about. (laughs) I mean, Tessa Blanchard, she has reemerged again in the United States. You you thought you got me. (laughs) She said you thought you could keep... Me down, but guess what? <laughs> I'm back. Listen, man. <sighs> I I I long to be white and have no consequences for anything. <laughs> like she was like, I was chilling in Mexico until the heat died down, and now I am the casting agent. That means she is responsible for who gets booked on this show, knowing she has a history. Of saying racist things to fellow wrestlers, fellow women wrestlers, by the way. And she has a major part in the future of this show. How do you oversee that? <laughs> like, how does this happen? Nepotism. I mean, it's got to be something. It it ensured me. I said this is this just ensures me that I just won't watch things that she has to do with. But now I'm not going to watch any of it because I know that she's her her fingerprints are all over this show. AJ right. Lee that we're bearing the lead here. AJ Lee is returning and she will be part of the shows. Um. Oof, especially for somebody like her, you know what I mean? Yeah. To embrace Tessa Blanchard. I think this is more egregious than a lot of the things people got got, got get mad at on a daily basis. To be honest with you. I agree, and, and and make, um, and they make uh, what what are they? They they make uh p- petitions and shit like that for like this is the shit you should be making a petition for. Wow should be talking about this. They should be answering to this. Yeah, because you're you're putting a abuser on TV essentially. <sighs> I, I mean. They're going to have to do something about this before this launches because it's going to be the conversation. It's going to there's going to be part of it. And I can't understand anyone. No offense. I, I understand there's a lot of women who need opportunity and a lot of this is a great opportunity for a lot of people to be seen on any type of screen. But. It's just something that needs to be addressed. I would have a major distrust, mistrust with how this thing is being handled if I knew that she was kind of in charge of it. Like if she was a talent. Yeah. OK, well. I understand, but her having an actual like part of this thing and helping find these people, like you could hire anybody else. You really could hire anybody else. Yeah. Like it, it yeah, doesn't I mean, have you to. Got, you you could have got Mickey James. There you go. There you go. Someone who's influential. <laughs> someone who's got the history. He's got the pedigree who's definitely advocated for women's rights over the last number of years, especially with the things that have been done to her and all this other stuff like that. Like, you could have got Mickey James. Tessa Blanchard? Y'all bugging. 
That's all I got one to say last about. Th- one last thing. Uh, Daniel Bryan admitting the reason for his retirement was because he lied to the WWE about his medical condition. How does that make you feel safe about his new uh, foray into the world of getting dropped on your neck and getting concussed? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I. It's like Yvonne Orgy says. No, I'm kidding. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if you're not doing no, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. That's what Yvonne Orgy says. No, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, it, it makes things a lot more clear especially and it's surprising how candid he is about that because i wouldn't have said that shit what i just got hired like two weeks ago you you gotta it's like you said i would love to be white <laughs> and, and, have, and it, look white and have no consequences i remember people being so mad and and doing so many victory laps saying well it's because they wouldn't let him do what he wanted to do it's because they they tried to hold them back and it's like we're these same people that are gonna be like okay now i get it it's understandable why they would hold you back because you lied. If you lie, if I lie to my job, you think they're going to trust me to do anything? Mm-hmm. It, but it also I makes sense. Huh? They still gave him, no, I'm just saying, like, even with that, they retired him. They gave him a great send off, still had him with a job. His family was still taken care of, all the other stuff like that. Like, I, I, I just think that it puts a lot of things in perspective as to why he had to get 15 like doctors to clear him before they would clear him mm-hmm. because that was a big thing background of the doctors too yeah that was a big thing is that he had to go to all these doctors and he had to you know and they all and remember that was a promo they said cleared they said cleared they said cleared. they said cleared and i always wonder why do you have to go to so many if they have a medical team right there right and mm-hmm. people thought it was because oh it's because of the punk thing he doesn't trust them they, a lot of people said crazy shit meals <laughs> during this time and now right. we know why listen man some crazy shit yeah yeah it's, it's wild so when when you see him get suplexed onto the the uh the walking ramp the, the ramp into the ring just remember that they're all complicit <laughs> they're all complicit in this shit be clear <laughs> Oh my god! Every, every single person. So, um, when we get back from the A show, we're going to talk about two very middle of the road, middling episodes of the shows, and we're going to try, we're going to try and make some fun out of it. So, stay tuned <laughs> as we explain the week in Raw and SmackDown when we come back on the A show. You chose me, rescued me, saved me to be your special counsel because you knew. I am the wise man. You, you know, I, I've been accused of many things in my life, and I'm guilty of even more, but I've never been accused of being stupid. And pulling the trigger now on a scheme to dethrone the tribal chief would be stupid. Why pull the trigger before a crown jewel? Wouldn't the whole thing be for me to stay within your circle of trust and then counsel you on a strategy at Crown Jewel? I really like that uh, that Paul Heyman promo. I mean, one of the best, man. One of the best. Um, 
before before we get anything about the actual shows, can I can I have a little a little second to talk about the A list real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So the A list, of course, is continuing. We we had the opening round last month. Now we're kind of continuing the vetting process, to be honest with you, and it's getting a lot harder. So if you're a Patreon, if you're a patron rather, and you want to join patreon.com backslash the HORNC, you have an opportunity to pretty much vote in the A list. And right now, what we have done is we took a pool of wrestlers that we truly believe that represented this era, and we also took recommendations on who should be featured. We have now narrowed it down, narrowed it, narrowed it down to 95 wrestlers. And now, out of those 95 wrestlers, we only have to pick 50. I guarantee you, Justin, this will be one of the hardest things you do all week. I, I already get- did it. I already did it. Oh you, oh, you already did it? Was it hard? Not really. Oh, wow. All right. You don't think much of anybody. Um, (laughs) But but I guarantee you it will be 100% hard for the rest of you guys who care about me. Um, Yeah, it was pretty tough. It was pretty difficult to me. Honestly, I'll say this. Um, Out of the 95 things, I think we had Ric Flair on the list, right? Yeah, we did. No. Ric Flair Prime is in the 80s and 90s for sure. Definitely in the 80s. 90s and uh, um, But he has a long, I guess, stretch in the 21st century but where he's a manager, but he's still like an impact. He still wrestles. He had one of the matches of the year for the shit with Sean type of thing. So he's still thing. But I had to be like, yo, do I really want to put him over like a like maybe an AJ Lee or a Sasha Banks or a, any of those other people. So it's like you, you really have to like when you're narrowing down this list, you know, um, Okada, uh, all these other people that, you know, I, I, I watch and recognize how much of an impact they actually have. But, you know, all this other stuff like that. Maybe I've seen Ric Flair more than I've seen Okada matches, but I recognize his impact is probably in the 21st century is probably way more than fucking Ric Flair. Um, so it's decisions like that. There's 95 guys. Everyone was pretty green when they, uh, <laughs> eliminated the first batch of people because <laughs> Alberto Del Rio doesn't make it. Ember Moon doesn't make it. A whole bunch of other people doesn't make it. You said, um, you said Ember Moon got zero votes. You got zero votes to stay on. Not everyone's going to get a vote, to be honest with you. Would I put her in top 50 of the 21st century? No, but you know, <laughs> you live and you learn. She has time. She has time. There's still plenty of the 21st century to go. Right? <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, girl. <laughs> That's all I got to say. You got a long road ahead of you. You better uh, make sure that uh, <laughs> that uh, Gigi Dolan. <laughs> um, Raw SmackDown. To, listen, WWE basically told us last week, these shows aren't going to matter for the next two weeks. So, we're not going to (laughs) try. I feel like, so here's how I feel like, well, yes, I, there's a lot of things on this show that just like, wow. Especially with Raw. Raw, I turned off after the women's tag match. I literally was like, all right, I'm done here. Like, (laughs) there's nothing more I want to see on this show. Um, Despite the Usos being there, there's nothing more I wanted to see. But. Yeah, it was a pretty middling both of those shows. How do you? I, I, well, SmackDown. Let's talk about SmackDown first of all. Yeah. Because 
the big hullabaloo about this show, the Queen's Crown Tournament, mm-hmm. or 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 the lack thereof. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's a take. Maybe that's a take. Um, Queen's Crown Tournament kicked off on SmackDown. We had two matches. I guess you go straight to the quarterfinals because that's pretty much how it is. Um, you had Liv Morgan versus Carmella, and you had Zelina Vega versus Tony Storm. And both Zelina Vega and Carmella advanced in, in relatively quick fashion. I yeah. know how you feel about this. How do but I tell the rest? I feel like you feel like, uh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel like you feel about it. You're like, okay, well, we, it's a tournament. <laughs> That's how I feel like you feel about it. Or it's me, the more empathetic soul. <laughs> nah, you ain't empathetic, nigga. <laughs> this, this is all right. So here's the thing: I have I have varying feeling about this, especially considering the match time. Um, you didn't one, let me go. You didn't let me go. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You didn't let me go. How are you gonna say I know how you feel? I'm gonna just let me tell you how you feel. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say how I feel. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. How you feel? How you uh, feel? Like, I mean, it, it, it's it's much ado about nothing essentially because it's like yes it's the first time but as soon as i saw where this shit was gonna end i was like oh yeah 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 <laughs> like i was like i get it i, I stopped caring and i saw that it was gonna end it at crown jewel like at crown jewel you're probably gonna get a longer match okay more than likely gonna get a longer match but oh, probably maybe <laughs> what i have what i have debuted this tournament on a night of two other tournament matches and on a two-hour show Absolutely not. I wouldn't have done that. But it's like, this, this is this really an indictment of, of like everything that's wrong with the way they book the women outside of the top of the card? No, because yes. it's like, no, it's not. Because at the end of the day, these are the same people you see every week in longer matches anyway. I'll you say that. You see them. You saw Zelina in a longer match the other week. You saw you saw Liv in a way longer match a month ago after Bianca lost the title. You've seen these women all. The, but the thing is, is that none of the women that were on this tournament, aside from Tony Storm, you see pretty much weekly anyway. And right. I think that for people to, I get the people being upset. That does suck that the matches didn't um, weren't that long. I do. I did think it was really interesting. They had both heels win, but they they corrected it on Raw. Um, I think that if you're trying to push Dewdrop and she's the only you know face on that shit, I think is I think is that's an interesting way to push her. You know, mm-hmm. but I I feel like letting it play out is probably a better a better choice for me here than to judge it on its merits right now. I think that the the end result to me, I think they care more about the end result than they do about how they got there. To be honest with you. Well, I think, all right, so here's my opinions on this. I feel like generally, if you can give the men longer matches, why can't women be featured in the same? Not like like you're you're giving and taking, but it's not really kind of equal in a sense. Like you're not, Cesaro and, and, and Finn Balor are not going to fight for one minute and 19 seconds. You know what I'm saying? Like, But they didn't have, have a, they didn't necessarily have a long match either, though. Right, right. No, they didn't have a long match either, but they had a longer match. Like, you take this kind of two-hour show, and, and and the same thing happened on Monday Night Raw, to be honest with you. Like, the longer matches went to the men. So you have these shows where you're, you're obviously showing. It's like 
uh, you're displaying there's two sets of tournaments going on these this one the men's one that's going to be the one that we're talking about have all these longer matches one and these the other one are going to be really really quick and it's not like that's not the narrative that they're telling but it's essentially what's going on and it's more so clear as day as you can see as they're opposing the men's tournament in this entire thing i felt like you could have gave given the women more time you could have taken away from you know a couple of these matches to be honest with you if you're going to feature if you're going to feature this queen's crown tournament and you were going to be especially when there's clearly a tier with the women they're the main eventers and then there's kind of everybody else and you want to continue to give things to everybody else because just a month ago you didn't feature everybody else on the show and everyone got mad about how they weren't in Madison Square Garden and everyone had they were all dressed up and dolled to the tens and no one got featured. Um, and you want to make up for that. Like, I just feel like give these women a chance to at least impress these people that they've came here and impressed. They train their asses off. Let them actually have these matches for more than actually two minutes. You know what I'm saying? This, but, the, but people acting like this is going to be like permanent type shit, and it's not. Yeah, but it, it's <laughs> but it sets a precedent. Because, it doesn't? Yeah, because, you know, this. you saw the statistic. Like, out of the, all the Queen women's, the Queen Crown Tournament matches, you add them times all up together. It came up to eight minutes and 27 seconds between eight women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... That's an alarming statistic. Because there's matches on Raw that happen over it. I'm pretty sure Ricochet and Xavier Woods lasted over eight minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it, I, I see all these things and, you know, I'm not necessarily like outraged completely like, oh, we got to stop this. Da, 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 but I do think that it's something that WWE needs to continue to consider. Like women can't be always the the people who get cut off during this thing. For instance, you had three Seth Rollins segments on SmackDown. SmackDown, seven- just, uh, SmackDown is, is just uh, the... This is SmackDown. <laughs> That's I what they do. I understand. But you had three Seth Rollins segments where you had Seth Rollins, uh, he was in an interview, then he was backstage with Sonya and What's-His-Face, and then my friend Adam Pierce, not What's-His-Face, um, and then he closed the show. Did you really need three to set up for that closing of the show when you probably could have announced that he was going to address Edge at the end of the show anyway? Like, you know, so I, I usually love this show. It's, it's it's kind of um, I'm not saying that I hate the show by any stretch of the means, but, you know, give the women more matches. Give them they more time. To, they had two. Sorry, give them, sorry, give them more time in these matches. Sorry, give them more time in these matches. I feel like it changes like weekly. Like I, I would have, I would have lobbied for longer women's matches over more women's matches. But then people want more women's matches. Say so people want more people featured on the show, but they also want them featured in time. Give them some time on a two-hour show. It's it's, it's tough. I'm not trying to be like far be it for me to to to, you know. I just don't think the Queen's Crown thing is where we should be dying on the hill at right now, especially when this problem has been going on since before this tournament started. I think while it shouldn't be someone to die on the hill, it does provide an opportunity for the women who are not in the main event who but, but this, other times wouldn't receive an opportunity for a championship. Absolutely, this but this, 
this don't set the precedent if it was already there. So like niggas is acting like it's new. It's not. Mm. We've been talking about this for for months. Absolutely. It ain't, it ain't new. It's it's, it's been. But I think happening. just with the opportunity of like presenting something, I think I guess people expected more. I mean, shame on them for expecting more from things. You know no, what I'm saying? No, 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 shame on them. No shame on them. I, 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 like I said, they're in a real fucked up position to be starting this in the first place because in a real bracket would have had Knox in it or Shotzi in it. But it's clear they're trying to push from what we now see two of these people or three of these people on the women's side. Yeah. Clearly, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's where they want to go. So they're trying to build that that mid card out, even though I feel like the I I, I looked at the bracket and was like this is this is a, a whack bracket in general, because yeah. when you look yeah. at the bracket, there was no way that you couldn't have had those heels win. Period. Yeah. So it's like you they, they those heels had to win those matches because look at the look at the brackets it was it's, it's fucking heel heavy as fuck. Dewdrop is the only like believable pure face that's been pushed oh, on Raw like that. Liv. There's live. Live. People love live. People love live. They've been putting. They've been putting Dewdrop in better positions than live. And I've and I was, and and you can look at the way Dewdrop's been pushed to see that. I agree. Dewdrop has been. Dewdrop is in a better. Like like let's just put the brass tacks here. Dewdrop is the only person that I saw winning those brackets because she's been pushed the way that she should have been pushed. Tony Storm barely be on TV, and this isn't the best place to start pushing Tony Storm because if she wins. The whole thing, or she if she wins that match, then loses the final, y'all would have been way more mad. So she should have lost the first round. Yeah, no, no, I agree. She should have lost the first round. My thing isn't necessarily who won or who lost because this is. I like you know Zelina Carmella. I get it. Whatever. the The point is the, always the point is who's going to reach the finals. I think that's always been the point, and I agree with you because I think I even said on on Friday, Tony Storm should have lost because like. She reaches the final, loses in the final, y'all gonna be pissed. She might as well, if she's not gonna win this entire thing, have her out the first round. Yeah. I agree 100% that, with that. But but I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not going for, I'm not going for Liv has been booked better than Dewdrop. She's not. <laughs> she just isn't. Yeah, I could first, see that. First night, Dewdrop beat Naomi. Oh, that's true. Can't forget yeah. that. Yeah. Um, uh, well, what do you thought about the King of the Ring one? On both sides for SmackDown and Raw, have you thought about that thus, thus far? Is there a clear, is there a clear direction you think they're going? It's looking like, um, it's looking to me like it's going to be Finn and, and Xavier in the final, huh? You think so? I mean, you you would want to ideally get Gender back for distracting Kofi, so you would have Kofi do the same to Gender to get Xavier in the finals. Finn, and I hope Xavier gets there. Cause gender, Saudi Arabia, gender. I see that Saudi- too. I, I I I said it last night. I said I said it last night. In chat. I was like, it's either going to be gender, um, gender or Finn. Right. Um, but I think that you you take the prince, you take you take him from prince to king. I think is a better, a better story there. Taking from the prince to the king, and you, you can turn him at that point. Because if you got Biggie on the show, he's your he's your top he's your top babyface, automatically, yeah. automatically your top babyface on the show. Um, and you could put you you could easily slot him in with AJ with Seth. You could turn AJ if you want at this point. There's no, and we'll talk about AJ in a second. But um, 
it looks like it, it looks to me it's going to be like it's going to probably be Finn Xavier or, or gender Xavier. If Xavier wins the whole thing, that that's dope. I just don't see them doing. I I see them definitely not giving it to him. I've been yeah. wrong before. I've been wrong before. So. I mean, I can see them giving it to him, but I've I feel like they're I've heard things about how they're going to push Finn. There's a big push in line for Finn. Um, also, gender just seems like someone. Who I guess could use the gimmick. He's on SmackDown now, right? Yes. They kind of need something for SmackDown. They give him the crown, have him feud with Nakamura. They feud over the crown, blah blah blah. Uh, uh. Um, so it's really, I mean, anyone's race at this point for King yeah. of the Ring. Yes, anyone's <laughs> race. I, I, again, I looked at these bracket, these brackets, and I was like, well, here's the thing: you don't really want to beat Finn either. You feel me? So like. That's why, it's, to me, it's a toss-up between Jinder and Finn coming out of that, that second bracket. But Xavier, like, for sure is coming out of that. that, that uh, he's he's going to face Jinder. But the thing, oh, wait a minute. Finn will face on the other side of the bracket. Finn will face, he's facing Sammy next. He's definitely going to be Sammy. And then he goes to the finals, right? Mm. Yeah, it yeah. is. So, yeah, it's, it's Finn versus somebody. Do you do you beat Finn? I don't, I, I don't think they beat him. I think that they, they usually like to um, give... So, so Sammy really can't go to, or he just yeah, refuses. No. Yeah, he doesn't go. He doesn't go. So you already know he's. You already know he's not gonna go. Why even he, put him in a fucking tournament? Because <laughs> he need he need bodies, and they can't. Because I told again, this whole October twenty second thing fucks everything up. Like that whole trade window thing is just really weird. Like that whole or draft window, whatever it's called, that that reprieve is really weird. I just feel like. If if Sammy really realistically can't win, I'm not, I don't I don't even see why he's in the tournament. Like it just doesn't make sense to me of why he would be featured in a tournament that no one believes that he's gonna win. I get it for character wise and stuff like that. Like it definitely Gotta helps. Bodies. Gotta have yeah, bodies. I mean you could have put I mean easily easily meals you could have put KO in that spot. Yeah, some make him sadder. I don't know. Oh, no. I'm so tired of the KO. I'm... Um, I'm so tired of the KO weirdness. I'm like, nigga, just go. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we can just, I can stop hearing it. Just go or stay, so I can stop hearing about this bullshit. But yeah, it's, it's Finn. But versus. do you do you agree? There's a certain like, you just feel an energy about it. No, I don't. No, you don't. No. You just think the niggas just he just this is how he always is. I th- what are you talking? About? What, what do you what do you mean? Like you're asking us to read somebody's body language when he's playing a character. Mm. He never had the boo boo face when he was doing anything else. Okay. I think people are reading way too much into it because there is a place where he can go. Absolutely, yeah, you're right. I think people are reading <laughs> into it because there is a place that he can go now. There is a great. There is a place he can go where his friends are are, are at. I think he's professional enough to not let that affect the things that he's doing right now. As of right now, no, he does not have a real direction. No, but here's the thing: how's that any differently from any time else no, he hasn't never, had a direction? Yeah, he's never had a direction. Nigga went did commentary on NXT one week. Yeah, like he, he's, <laughs> he, he, he often has no direction, and then he slotted into something. That's just the way he is. And I think that getting worked and being weird about the situation, being really open and pu- I think the contract stuff You're about the people being weird about the situation. You're saying the people being weird about Yeah, it. I I don't I don't think I think oh, that What? No, I was going to say you didn't specify that. It made it sound like you were saying KO was Oh no, weird. no, no. I think KO was weird for that that Mount Rushmore tweet. 
I think he was mad weird for that. Okay. That was weird. But other than that, he's been pretty normal. I think that people are making this into something. I, I think contract talk just in general is detrimental to everything. We should just enjoy these fucking shows. Like, yeah, we talk about this type of shit on No Holds Barred, but when I'm watching this, I'm not looking to see who's getting beat because they're going to leave in two months. I'm just not. We sometimes, sometimes we know too fucking much. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree. Listen, you're not going to get anything from me about that. Um, you got a great contract signing between Becky, Bianca, and Sasha. I thought it was tremendous. Way better than what they did on Monday. Hell yeah. Well, apps, we'll get to that. But should, do we want to get to that now? Can we just slide into that? Uh, before we get there, I thought the Seth and Ed segment at the end was really good. Um, I thought it was really good, too. Far and, away, <laughs> far and away, best feud of the year for me right now. I agree. I agree. And you, how, how much do you think Edge had a pitch for Hell in a Cell on a non-Hell in a Cell pay-per-view? Uh, it, wouldn't sell, hard, it, man. It, it wouldn't be hard, right? Because it's like we're now at that point. You know, I, I don't think it was hard for him to do that. How much you, you got to reach in the Saudi bag? They got to bring the whole cell over. Is this this might be the first cell overseas? No, they can this get it. Cre- first... They can get it created over there. Oh, okay. You think they just making cells? Over? They could. They could totally be like, "Hey, Saudi friends, we it's a Saudi friends. cell, baby. <laughs> Jewels in it and shit. That'd be fire. <laughs> made out of, made out of, I got gold turlets like like Berman said. I, I got gold. I got platinum on my cell, nigga. Oh my god. All right. Let's go to Monday Night Raw. What do you feel? How do you feel about Monday Night Raw? Boring show this week. And I I was barely paying attention this week. And that's not been the case. I said it last night. The streak of good raw shows is over. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Um, yeah, I agree. It was a lot of nothing on this show. A lot of uh I guess Monday you get to the well damn, I guess the go home show is next week. Are they taping that show? Do niggas got to go to Raw and then end up in Saudi Arabia on Wednesday? Here's my thing. I would imagine that <clears throat> SmackDown is going to be... Sh- Ooh, you think they're going to get there That's that that Friday? They're going to get back that quick? Listen, they better. They- <laughs> well, well, hold on. Was the, was the idea... Was the idea... Was the idea that... Um, when they got held up in Saudi that one time two years ago, was the idea that they were going to come right back and do SmackDown, or was it going to be a shorthand yes. show? No, it was they were going to come back and do SmackDown, and then NXT had a pop up, which is fine. I mean, I guess it was going to be part of the feud anyway, but NXT popped up. Um, I don't know if NXT 2.0 can work SmackDown. <laughs> no, 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 no. I well, damn. Well, like, like I was thinking, like maybe SmackDown would be shorthanded, but I I think we're going to get a very low impact SmackDown next week because of this but you have new people on the show who like my joints i don't know about my joints on this shit i ain't fine (laughs) (laughs) no i I, but i think the idea is that you also have new people debuting on these shows next week so you can you can realistically just have them carry the show right 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 of course okay um so raw was just it was it was it was pretty Pretty not abysmal. There was some good stuff on here. I I thought that the King of the Ring match between Xavier and uh, Ricochet was really good. Yeah, I, happy birthday, Ricochet! 
lost in your birthday. But guess what? Happens to everybody. I, however, think that RK Bro and Agent almost need to get the fuck away from each other already. I am so over this feud. Damn, already? I mean, this yeah. Been going I mean, for like, it's been going for like four months. Well, I don't think it was supposed to be going for four months. And then <laughs> MVP. Why they wanted to put the number one contendership on MVP who had to go get surgery? Don't no clue. But um, listen, I'm sure it will be over soon. There's a whole new set of Otis's and shit on Raw. Everybody that, segment get- was, that segment was dog shit. And I I was like, they got they got almost doing the chick kick and <laughs> replaying it, replaying it in slow motion. I thought it was gratuitous. I was like, they are padding for time this week. Yes. I'm like, come Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yeah, when when listen, the main event started at like 1037. I was like, damn, nigga. That early? I'm gonna tap <laughs> out right now. <laughs> and to be fair, t- to be fair, I thought the main event was was okay if it was just like a it was just like a house show match it was it was fine but it was like you had Uso, you had jay calling roman i'm like i know that's not how you talk to fucking roman on a regular basis yeah. <laughs> hey bro we got this all right <laughs> just let me you all know right. <laughs> all right peace yeah hell no he'd be like yes sir yes yes daddy yes yes i will <laughs> oh my god monday night raw uh yeah we on monday night raw yeah nah <laughs> we them ones I won. <laughs> Remember I won. Um, I'm bringing, I'm bringing I won, but they should they should bring back I won, just for the just for the stable. Absolutely, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, my favorite part of Raw was Mustafa Ali being the shit out of Mansoor. I thought that was tremendous. I thought it was those rare moments where. Obviously, Mansoor, they, they could have easily ended the segment and it was like, I guess I guess we'll just have to figure it out on Wednesday. And then Ali comes back in the frame and is like, no, nigga. Understand this shit. I don't fuck with you. I don't. I don't want your optimism. I don't want your uh, let's look on the grass is greener type side. I don't want to see you on SmackDown. I'm beating the shit out of you. Leave me the fuck alone. I thought it was tremendous. Um... With grass is greener than the other side type things. It's definitely an all-timer for you. <laughs> but you know what it was not? What was weird? All right. Well, did you have any thoughts on this segment before I transition into the... Yeah, let me let me talk about the segment. Damn. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Mansoor, Mansoor versus Ali at Crown Jewel. This is why I don't think gender is going to get that look. Because they already got this. Streak. They already got the greatest streak in professional wrestling already competing... <laughs> That yeah. crown. Yeah. Then again, nothing wrong with having gender there in in, in, in in Saudi Arabia. Get a little, you know, got a little extra. Put some more. Put a little bit more on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it's just it's just extremely clear <laughs> what they're going for here with King of the Ring. But um, I, I think it's going to be a good match. I, th- I think Ali's going to going to get a lot out of Mansoor. Good. I I agree. I hope so. Listen, the Mansoor feud, they just got drafted a SmackDown together and now they're broken up, so God bless them. Um, you know, it was not that great. Whatever they were doing with this women's tag team match. <laughs> I was fully expecting Jimmy Smith to be like, 
I was fully expecting Jimmy Smith to be like, these hoes crazy. <laughs> they wildin'. Nah, um, I like the it. I liked it in the beginning. I like the idea that they're not coexisting and they're not even gonna try. I like that in the beginning, but then it went on kind of like very, very long, and it also ended up being just detriment. It ended up being something where it's like, why we booked this match in the first place? Right. I I didn't understand it. I mean, we know they don't like each other. They have to give Charlotte something to do because Alexa is uh, in the shadow realm for the time being for her rebrand, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, Alexa isn't following her to SmackDown, so I don't know what, what they're really doing with her here. Is Alexa a free agent? Hashtag no, free she's, agent. On Raw. she's on Raw. Oh, all right. Then. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I, I, I got no clue what the... I don't know what the idea was behind that, but apparently, I mean, not apparently, but it became... A huge brawl, huge Donnybrook that that just kind of stretched the length of like a 10-minute runtime here. The match was supposedly like restarted, and they just couldn't get it together. They kept brawling, and then the segment was over. I would have left immediately after that. I really would have left. I would have been like, all right, well, I've had enough of this show. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly, they were like, we give a fuck, but like kind of. Like, that's how I kind of felt about that show. Um... Anything else happened on Raw? Anything worth a damn? Uh, I mean, yeah, Dewdrop beating Natty. I think a lot of people breathe a sigh of relief for that. Oh yeah, yeah. that's very true. It's looking Could've like been. it's looking like Dewdrop's probably gonna get beaten by Shayna. Um, well, here's the thing: I never thought I never thought Natty, and I said this earlier. I never thought Natty was gonna win that match because she has no storyline right now. That's that's never stopped her from not winning. <laughs> nah, no, no, they wouldn't have done that because there has to be there had to be a through line to get Dewdrop and Shayna to face off against each other before Shayna leaves Raw. So that's what you had them do there. Right, right. Okay. All right, I could see that. Yeah, there's there was no way that Natty was gonna win that. I never thought she would. Um, let's see. Anything else that we can kind of close off on? Anything that we can any. Yeah, nah. Raw was, I mean, eh. Austin Theory. Austin Theory was on the, on the show today, too. Or last night, too. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. <laughs> I don't know. The, the fanboy thing could be funny. It could be pretty funny. It could be. Let's leave it in. Let's, uh, let's leave it on the, um, let's keep the segments rolling before we get to the matches. I thought it was a good, you know what? Let me think. I thought it was a great match because of that false finish where I thought Jeff was actually going to win. <laughs> and they put that down in your mind, and I was all for it. I was like, "Oh yeah, let's have Jeff win." They will really. I was, I was all for it because I wanted to see the internet's reaction because I was so bored of Raw. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, timeline about to turn up now." And then fucking nigga moved out the way and rolled him up, and I was like, "Oh okay, no one's gonna blink an eye at this." <laughs> then people got fucking mad. Like, get out of um, here, nigga. Listen, you do what you can and do what you do. Um, shout out to a couple new patrons that have joined the A Show family here on Patreon. People really want to see us die. That's okay. Um, let's see. We have Quest Jones. Welcome. Who I think is from Australia. I think. I, I, we were I, a We were a wide with it. We were a wide, baby. Um, <laughs> slash Hugo two new money. <laughs> 
<laughs> it says it right there. Slat Hugo to new money. Listen, Slat Hugo, I know you. Please respond to the DM. We're trying to let you support. <laughs> Please. Um, if not, you got my line. Hit me. Um, you got Chris. Shout out to Chris for joining. And we also got this is BLK man. I'm assuming black man. Hey, black man. Silk man? Black man? Silk man. Black man. Black man. Black man. Blicky. <laughs> um, yeah, so shout out to you guys for joining the Patreon, of course. Thank you guys for always subscribing. You can, you know, continue to subscribe to us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash the HORNC. You can also subscribe to us on Twitter at twitter.com backslash the HORNC. Follow us on Twitter so you can get all of our funny tweets. You can also find out when all the shows drop. Of course, you can listen to this week, the War Report, which will come out this week, I think, at some point. Is there a age? Is there a dynamite? There's no dynamite this week. There's no dynamite this week. I, I all right. Stay, stay tuned. Tony D'Angelo show <laughs> might be the Tony D'Angelo show, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, stay stay tuned. I'm pretty sure Cyrus and Quan have something up their sleeves because Cyrus is actually attending. Um, there he's attending Dynamite and Rampage this weekend. Listen, a little a little bit of a gabagoo, you know what I'm saying? With Tony <laughs> D'Angelo. Um, how did you? How did you? Are you are you concerned necessarily with the uh, the NXT 2.0 stuff? The ratings. Um, no, because it's like not really. I'm I'm surprised you asked me about this because you just said last week that you didn't want to hear any shit that I had to say about this. Um, but I'm not surprised. It's a really fun, like non. It's a show that doesn't seem. I'm not completely drawn in, but I'm not completely drawn away. There's no. There's very low stakes to the show. Oh, you, you mean pushed away? You can't be drawn away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, pushed away. Uh, I could be drawn away by American Crime Story, um, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I'm not pushed away. Um, so I'm not. They got a couple good characters there. Tony D'Angelo Hive is big for whatever reason. I I just like that it's randomly popping because to be honest with you, I'm gonna be real with you. This is a hot take. I saw him in the ring. He was working that headlock a little bit too long for my taste. I'm like, do you know anything else? <laughs> oh, the match was the match was not that great. To me, I think the match was not that great. So, I mean, I, I think Tony's cool. I think it's he's a, a cool it's gimmick. It's a, the, yeah, it's a gimmick. It's the, it's the I, Vox. I, I thought Trick and um, I thought Trick and Mello impressed me the most last week. But I don't like Trick's boots that he wrestles in. Get out them brunch boots. Get some real shit. Don't hurt me. But, like, get some real shit, though. Yeah, he'll beat the shit out of you. I, he said that trick, <laughs> not me. Uh, but yeah, that that was that is the A show for uh, this week. Of course, obviously, please join our Patreon. If we get to one hundred patrons, we will do the hot chip challenge on video for all of you guys. I know you want to see everyone this. Keep showing me, yeah. Everyone keeps showing me their videos of them attempting. I'm like, why are you? Why am I being? I I I don't like spicy shit. So over this weekend, I'll tell you this little 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 look into my life um i ordered the spicy chicken sandwich from popeyes because i don't eat spicy shit and also there was an error on the uber eats thing where the whole entire meal was like five dollars and i was like holy shit i'm t- fuck that wow. that means um, you use it way too it means you use it way too much oh yeah listen you see my rewards points have you seen my rewards points yes i saw them okay yes they're monumental um so i ate that 
spicy chicken sandwich. Um, I needed a glass of water or drink after every bite. All right. This... <laughs> we're we're going to die. I try to suck it up. <laughs> I can't. I don't do spicy shit. Um, so, yeah. Listen, if you want to see us die, patreon.com backslash the show RNC. Uh, we also have more watch-alongs for the month. We will release them throughout the month sporadically. We have more coming this month. So, make sure you yes. stay tuned. Stay ready. Yeah, and, yeah, and we also have an episode of Spot Callers talking about uh, WCW Halloween Havoc 98. It is going to be a very long episode because it's a very long show, but it's probably one of the best spot callers that me and Cyrus have ever done. So I'm going to put that out there right now. Join the Patreon to hear that review next week when it drops. And yeah, uh, for everyone listening, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing to the Patreon. For Meals, I'm Justin. We'll see you next week on the A-Show.